Hello everyone, welcome to another Fallow Original with me, Fallow Original. Turn down my music. Um, hello everyone, welcome to another Fallow Original. It is the Weekly Wrestling Recap, episode 161. It is the 6th, the 6th of November 2019, and tonight on the show I am using the new YouTube Studio beta. Um, so I'm just um, making sure that this is all working. I guess, I guess it is. Pop out the chat, I think. Am I even live? We'll obviously cut this down, the audio. But tonight on the Weekly Wrestling Recap, um, Randy Orton signs a new five-year extension to his WWE contract. And uh, what does this mean? Obviously, he was kind of trolling before with the Elite and stuff like that. Is is this legitimate? Are, are we? Should we be shocked? Should we be shocked? And um, I guess I guess I am live. Let's just see. Just uh, take that off. Maybe I am. Just test if I am. But um, also on tonight's show, we we are live. We are live. Um, also on tonight's show, we have the story of well, it's um it's an interesting kind of situation where someone has retracted a story as part of the wrestling media, and that is the story of this man, Seth Rollins, having an apology from this man, Mr. Dave Meltzer, over a speech that he accused Seth Rollins of having backstage, um, rah-rah. So this is the rah-rah apology from Dave Meltzer. What does this mean for future um, investigations into, can't think of words, future investigations into wrestling happenings behind the scenes? Does this set a dangerous precedent? This is the Weekly Wrestling Recap, episode 161. I hope that all the technical stuff works tonight, and if it does, enjoy the show. Welcome back. There we go. I muted several things. Welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap. This is episode 161. Um, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who nominated me for the wrestling podcasts. I am in the categories of best newcomer and um, most informative. So thank you very much. And if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that, of course, by thumbs upping the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by subscribing to the channel if you haven't already. Um, join the other over 3,000 that are currently subscribed to Foul Original. Thank you so much. Um, hit the subscribe button and the bell notification to be notified of when I is going live. Again, I'm using the new YouTube Studio Beta, which is going to be what we all have to use. So I figured I might as well just dive in. We're going to have to use that after October 31st. Thank you, YouTube. If you want to see this show live and breaking on a regular basis, come and check this out on youtube.com slash Foul Original Wrestling every Wednesday and Sunday at 8 p.m. UK time and depending on how the clocks go currently it's 3 p.m. Eastern US time yeah we're back to 3 p.m. from 4 p.m. thanks to clocks changing and everything but yes tonight um got some got some real big stories um of course first of all I wanted to talk about um Randy Orton now for those of you that don't know Randy Orton is is a wrestler from the WWE, most renowned for his time in the WWE. I mean, that's basically where everyone knows him from because he has been a company man. He has been the kind of guy that Vince McMahon has wanted in his company for a long, 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 long time. And he got him, and let's put a picture of him on the screen. So this week, of course, we had the, the debut, the new debut of WWE Backstage. And during WWE backstage, um, Triple H was there and he spoke about some things. Now, those things were earth-shattering things because, of course, it was the news that Randy Orton had signed a new five-year extension. Now, this is um, a pretty big deal because, of course, not that long ago, only a few weeks ago, um, only a few weeks ago, and, oh, we got some... Got some cool people in the house. Thank you very much for joining. Nathan Wallace, Bay Bay, thank you very much for joining. And Domestic Butler, thank you. Um, yeah, so Randy Orton has been trolling us in the in, in the wrestling sphere. I'm going to show you a picture on screen that a lot of you may have seen. He put this up on his Instagram. And this was just a few weeks ago. And this was when he was 
in Jacksonville and he was in an elite level suite and he put a picture up on Instagram saying, oh, 2020, 2020. And of course, he's been teasing. He tagged the Revival in there and he tagged some Luke Harper and other wrestlers who you could say are frustrated with their time within the WWE and want to go to AEW. Well, 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 well. Well, the crux of this is that Randy Orton is a consummate professional. And I should just like end it there. But I shouldn't. Because what I wanted to do today was look into, of course, Randy Orton has signed. He's re-signed. He played everyone. He potentially was able to leverage a little bit more money out with his agent, the same agent who represents Brock Lesnar. And this particular agent is very, very good at getting very, very good deals for his clients. So he would have got himself a very, very, very good deal. And that's cool. But what I wanted to say was... Randy Orton is a kind of the kind of guy that could be really, really well used in so many different places, so many different promotions. I think that he would work very well, for example, in New Japan. Randy Orton as the as a wrestler of his particular style as well. So I think a lot of people have a lot of bad things to say about Randy Orton because of his his style. Now, his style isn't one of loads of flips and loads of um, flashy maneuvers, per se, um, but they are methodical. And he, the RKO, out of nowhere, is a meme unto itself. It has taken over all of society because, of course, Randy Orton is, is a great wrestler. So... He's able to get the crowd over. We are really, really happy with Randy Orton kind of like scoffing at everything that's happening. Randy Orton corpsing has become a, a meme of itself as well. Before a meme even really truly existed, Randy Orton was a meme back then. And in New Japan, I think that he could have matches against the likes of... And I think that it could be very, very similar to kind of the way that John Moxley potentially went in there. Maybe not in the G1. I couldn't really see Randy Orton in the G1, but I could definitely see him on like a Jericho-style schedule. His, as as I watched on a few videos earlier on, just prior to this, um, on the What Culture video, they were talking about, um, I think it was, my, uh, not Michael Sidgwick, it was the the Scottish one. I can't remember his name. And, um, and, and the one with the glasses. But they were talking about this and... Um, they were saying how he, because he relies on like, those pops from the RKO, that he could pretty much work in the WWE and the WWE alone. But I think in somewhere like New Japan, he could really, really fashion out and carve a career. I would love to have seen just a year of Randy Orton going on excursion and going to places like that. I don't think that any point we would have seen him in AEW. I just not that like I don't think that he would thrive there of course that he would thrive there but I just don't think that it's the thing that he would want to do and I think that's what we have to look at when we look at Randy Orton and we look at any kind of wrestlers who sign new contracts and in the chat right now Nathan Wallace is saying it and this is something that I wanted to mention as well is of course he is very close now to potentially surpassing Ric Flair's record is it time as an active wrestler who can still go out there and do matches and isn't part of a Hollywood system could he be that kind of bridge that kind of last bastion of someone who has that recognizable name value but is also still an active wrestler who doesn't have to worry about insurance um but let's just take into what I think Thinking to what I think. It's a bit of a rambling one this week um, because um, of technology. But let's go into what I think. So what I think about all this, um, great news, great news. Randy Orton has re-signed for five years with the WWE. Um, it's, it's where he belongs. Like, I wanted to look into some of the other places that he could go, and I only ever really saw in my mind that the place, kind of place that could afford him. And I think that's the major 
the major sticking point of Randy Orton. Um, people talked about potentially Randy Orton going to TNA. Um, if Randy Orton had gone to Impact, like the only kind of person that everyone was like, ooh, ooh. and he played us all. He played us all. He's a wrestler and he's working us. And as fans, we have to understand that. We have to understand that a lot of the time, our, our favorite wrestlers are just 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 messing with us and this will potentially take us on to our second topic of today um, the particular topic about Dave Meltzer and about how reporting can really can really help to shape the perception of a wrestler and of wrestling fans to an extent as well but what I kind of wanted to just bring this to was Randy Orton was always going to sign with the WWE but he made us believe that he might not have that's wrestling 101 and that's why I love Randy Orton that's why I absolutely whatever he would have done from that point I love it I love that he could potentially now just go to NXT for like and now that NXT is a real brand he could go to NXT he could just decimate NXT he could take over NXT and I feel like he'd want to do that but at the same time he's a guy who you know I'm researching looking into this just quickly today um I saw all the work that he does with charity and I saw all the work that he does with kids and he loves his family and I think that he's just a really really nice guy and someone who's grown within the WWE system yes of course there are the stories of him pooping in bags but he was a young kid back then and I think that he's really really grown and I didn't think that I'd ever be saying this but I think that Randy Orton made the mature decision here for his family and he's he's a company guy cowboy Bob Orton like you know he's a he's got WWE in his blood in his veins and he hears voices in his head they talk to him they understand that's randy orton that's what i think yes so that that's randy orton today um i'm i'm really i'm really excited to see what he does now and i love the fact that the opposition um be that aew the opposition this week they uh and even last week they got involved in the joke and i think that that's really really cool and that that's again that's all that we can hope for within wrestling and i think that we have to remember that that this is supposed to be fun and he makes it fun if you want to help support the channel you can do that in many ways either by thumbs up in the video it really helps me in the algorithm you can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already you can also do that by going to a little known website i may have mentioned it before that little known website is called foulorigional.com if you go to foulorigional.com you will see my big old bird I see my big old bird fish you can go up and click support the channel click support the channel take you to two options the donate button you can pay click the donate button it will take you through to a paypal donation page once you get there you can go ahead and say I don't know tick the box because I've ticked it too many times today um, why not uh, go ahead and give me five dollars tick the box say it with me everyone and uh, make this a month donation as well my content on the regs fellow originals weekly wrestling week of fellow originals remote wrestling and all the other bits and bobs I do on the internet included but not just limited to um, I'm gonna be doing some stuff for Christmas this year I'm just trying to work it out at the moment but um, I'm also um, of course you can pick this up in audio form on um, link.tree and podcast audio form you can pick it up you can pick it up listen to this the day after the night before of on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling yeah so um again big thank you to everyone um subscribing over on youtube if you're listening to this on the podcast thank you as well but thank you so much to the people that i'm being on the youtube i've been doing this for um for like the last year i've been like proper like hardcore and thank you to the wrestling podcast awards um everyone who nominated me for best newcomer and most informative podcast i love that i love that makes me sound important um, but yeah, that's so the first, uh, I mean, you can go check them out um, at the Wrestling Podcast Awards, Wrestling Podcast Awards 2019. Last year, I watched them from afar and this year I'm nominated within them. Thank you. Thank you. And so second story of the day. Now, this one's a bit juicier, in my opinion. This one just has a little bit more uh, jus de vivre 
about it. Yes, I know a little bit of French. Well, um, this, this thing. So, of course, Seth Rollins is a wrestler. Good way to segue in. And Seth Rollins is a wrestler who has... I don't know how to put this. Been a bit of an arse. Yes. Been a bit of an arse on Twitter um, and on social media just generally. But especially on Twitter. And I wanted to look today at the fact that Seth Rollins was allegedly, allegedly, according to the Meltzer reports initially... There was talk that at Monday Night Raw this week before the show that there was a big backstage powwow. A rah-rah, if you will. And during this rah-rah, Seth Rollins, locker room leader at present, um, started to tell people that apparently they should all just kind of be happy they're employed and that also they shouldn't air dirty business on social media. Insert editorial laugh. Ha ha. And they, that they should also just go out there, put on a good show. So this was reported by Dave Meltzer. And Dave Meltzer is, you know, he's renowned for producing what a lot of people, and I think that arguably... You, you cannot argue this. Dave Meltzer is producing a living document of professional wrestling. He has produced the modern era from the, the late 70s, early 80s, all the way through to now. He's produced a, a document which is synonymous with what is happening in wrestling um, behind the scenes. Some of it is, of course, a fabrication because... That's part of the game. Some of the information he's going to get is not always going to be up to snuff. And some of it will be part of a gender that sometimes is being pushed by that particular promotion. But it's also pretty much bang on. And that's something that you have to give Meltzer. Sometimes he might be a little bit like wishy-washy with his particular information. But a lot of the time, you know that if he's letting this slip, he's probably had this from multiple sources. And Dave Meltzer is, I would say, synonymous with having those kind of sources. So Meltzy Boy said this. And Seth Rollins went on Twitter and, of course, said, you know, you should apologise about your rah-rah, because I didn't do none of that rah-rah. And Dave Meltzer did. So let's just have a look at what Dave Meltzer said, because um, I think that it was really, really telling. Um, it was it was really, really weird. Like, Dave Meltzer, um, I would say, is... And a lot of people don't necessarily say he's a journalist, and I have, on occasion, previously, you know, like, poo-pooed Meltzer. And a lot of people do poo-poo Meltzer. But I think that it's just a little bit sad that it kind of went this way because Meltzer on social media is is a really nice guy. He responds to literally everything that people say, um, but he also ends up responding to people who may be just working him or just messing with him. And I think that that's a problem for Meltzer because he just wants to talk to his to his fans and let's just see if I can find this for you because I think that as I said it's very telling it's very telling um because he says that he wants to apologize here we go um and this is of course Dave Maltz has apologized previously for his words about Peyton Royce and about how she wasn't attractive so it's not the first time that he's retracted information but that was when he was being stupid this is from Cultaholic so if you go to cultaholic.com um, their news Dave Meltzer and Seth Rollins Seth Rollins says and lastly Dave Meltzer you're at best a purveyor of misinformation or at worst an outright vindictive liar I hope it's the former. Hashtag rah-rah. And again, 
no, Dave, my problem is that you're spreading complete lies. I gave no speech. I said nothing before, during or after the meeting. So either you or your source is full of it. Either way, it's a bold-faced lie, and I kindly ask you to quit pushing it. Now, Meltzer then, um, of course, issued this apology via Figure 4 Online saying... We would like to retract a comment from both Monday's Daily Update and Monday's post-Raw Wrestling Observer Radio regarding Seth Rollins and the meeting Vince McMahon held with talent um, with talent uh, yesterday before Raw. We had included comments and discussed on Wrestling Observer Radio that Rollins had spoken at the meeting, but he has since said on Twitter and released a statement to Fightful that he did not. We apologize for this error. It is our policy in our newsletters and on our podcast to correct mistakes as soon as possible and to always clarify if there are misunderstandings, which, again, classy move. Very, very, very classy move. Like, all that he's done there is look at the fact that it wasn't legitimate and maybe the sources weren't there. But again, the whole, like, there's no smoke without fire I think we can all assume that after what happened in Saudi Arabia, there would have been some wrestlers out there who potentially may have been looking for some kind of open forum, a town hall, if you will, to be able to air some potential issues and grievances that they had about their working environment at this particular moment, and also how the future of the company is going to run. And I think that that, in particular, is what makes me a bit sad about this. But let's 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 take you into what I think about all of this, because I, th- I think that it takes us... And maybe I, maybe I am kind of, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm I'm looking at this in too, like negative of a stance. But I feel that it takes us down a dangerous a dangerous road. But anyway, let's take you into what I think. So what I think about this then is, someone like Dave Meltzer has doesn't isn't someone I would feel. And again, that's potentially what this all comes down to it's how do you feel about the new source i once called dave Meltzer the reuters of wrestling media and that that was the problem is that everyone pulls from him for information for what we could call reliable sources from within the wrestling media people wait on tenterhooks for the wrestling observer radio to be released so that they know at least the most plausible things that are happening behind the scenes of wrestling. Some of those things you could say sometimes are editorialized by Meltzy um, and by some people like Brian Alvarez. Um, like I feel like some of those people do, but they don't tend to release information unless they at least have, in my opinion, I would say, a few a multiple corroborating sources otherwise they will specifically say this is a bit of rumor like Meltzer specifically held back on all the AEW news even though he kind of teased it even though he kind of kind of kind of teased it like and so that's something that Dave Meltzer I think does better than anyone else like he doesn't always do do things but yes um and Brian's saying, I think Meltzer losing his grip these days, too much competition. I mean, there was a time when I was younger where it would have blown my freaking little mind that I was doing a show where I was quoting Dave Meltzer, doing a show where I was in a, in a similar playing field with Meltzer, where I have information that is not is not new or anything, but it's information and an opinion, and an opinion more than information. And I have an opinion about professional wrestling, and I would have never had the platform to be able to do that. If YouTube didn't exist in the form that it did, if the technology around me had caught up with what I wanted to do. But Meltzer still has a living document that he's creating of professional wrestling, and because of that, sometimes he is going to put his own personal bias in there. And his bias towards AEW and New Japan has been proven on many an occasion. And he isn't necessarily an impartial observer. 
sometimes he is. I mean, the way in which people kind of validate his, his existence within the format at present are his ratings of matches and ratings of course are subjective so a lot of stock is put into this man's opinion and I think that it's great because I think that it's great for wrestlers to have that like legitimate critique of their craft and by someone who has seen it all and I think that it's cool. I think that it's great having a wrestling critic and newsman within the fold. I think that that's great. And I think that that means that he needs to exist. I think it will be a very sad day when Meltzer hangs up his boots. Um, and I hope that he never does within my lifetime anyway. I hope that he's there all the time. But um, him apologizing about this, but also Seth, acknowledging that he exists in my opinion is more of us being worked than anything else but it's really interesting time it's a really intriguing time um within how wrestling is being um critiqued and how it's being looked at there are hundreds of us doing it now whereas before there were only a few outlets and um i think that sometimes and at some point Meltzer will be surpassed but he will always have his place in history as the pro producer of a living document and that's just what I think and I, I, I love him I think that he's great and um, I think that maybe now he is losing some of those connections as some of those people leave the old guard but um, I think that he's still a great window into um how how the wrestling media business has existed for so long um but that's just what i think that's what i think anyway it is a bit of a dangerous time it's a bit, it's a bit dangerous time anyway let's uh zip back um whoop. so i know that if i do that i break all my audio so this so uh yeah i should be back now anyway if you want to help support the channel you can do that in many ways you can do that by thumbs up on the video that really helps me in the algorithm you can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already you can also do that of course as i said by going to foulorigin.com slash support help support the channel with all the different crazy things that i is doing but um i thought that i'd uh, go into a classic a classic segment and that segment because there's a lot of it this week um looking at what i actually had going on in other news so let's zip into this week's in other news Welcome to another news. Look, nothing down there because I was obviously ready for this. Um, it's bonfire night um, again for some reason, and there is just fireworks everywhere happening outside. Just fireworks, just everywhere. But here in the United Kingdom, um, we've got, I've got a few stories. First of all, of course, I did mention this earlier on, but WWE has a new show called WWE Backstage, and during WWE Backstage, um, Bray Wyatt showed off his brand new championship. So let's just take it to Wrestling Inc. Didn't mean Star Wipe, but that's fine. Um, you can see a picture from WWE backstage. He unveiled his new belt. And on Friday, there will be a Firefly Funhouse. But this is Bray Wyatt showing off his title at WWE backstage. There are new Bray Wyatt faceplates. So Fiend faceplates even. Um, it's essentially the same belt. When what we really wanted was that sweet, sweet mahogany style belt that he had at some point And he had made by top rope belts. That would have been really cool. But no, we just went for that. That's fine. Also in other news, we have an update on Alexa Bliss. So Alexa Bliss has been um, injured, um, allegedly. 
and she's been absent from um, tapings, according to PW Insider, due to a shoulder injury. Um, she had her last appearance at Hell in a Cell on October 6th, so a long time ago. Um, she and Nikki Cross lost the tag team titles, women's tag team titles, to the Kabuki Warriors in an amazing match. She did a run-in the next night, but that was the last time she'd been on TV. Um, currently, there is no timetable for her return. Um, she's been kind of messing around on Twitter, saying that now that Disley Plus is going to be starting next week, she is not, you're not going to see her. Um, she was scheduled to appear at Ringside Fest in New York City this past Sunday, but she cancelled due to a personal matter and was replaced by Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch. So, to be honest, I mean, that's that's pretty sweet deal, unless you are a massive fan of Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Uh, Meltzer doesn't have the clout he once had. Very true. Very true. Um, also, in, uh, in other news, we have... Um, this which comes off the back of AEW Dark, which I watched this week. Um, very good show, as usual, very, very good show. Um, but Britt Baker versus B Priestley was announced for AEW's Full Gear. And AEW Full Gear will be happening this Saturday, November 9th. And I'm going to be doing a live watch along on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling. You can also get involved in my giveaway at at foul underscore original on the Twitters. And if you check that out, um, you can get yourself a free code with foit.tv if you're outside the United States or Canada uh, for Full Gear. But with that, um, thank you, foit.tv. Awesome. And uh, it will be B Priestley versus Britt Baker. Obviously, B Priestley was in that match where Britt Baker got a concussion back at Fight for the um, back at Fight for the Fallen um, in a tag team match uh, where she teamed up with Riho and she went up against Shoko Nakajima and B Priestley. Um, and yeah, back in August, um, she was eliminated from the buyout. There's There's been some animosity. And if you watched AEW Dark, Britt Baker did a really, really 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 good promo actually about how she was reckless and how she was going to take out um she's going to take out b Priestley because there's two people that are going to be reckless I, I thought that was really cool again i am um, I, I was very impressed with her promo work and aew dot this week was a very very good show also in other news had to cough there um also in other news there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of smoke about because of the um of all the fireworks happening. Also in other news um, is um, is this. Where are we? Um, not this one. <laughs> this one. Um, here we are. The WWE announces, and of course, a lot of people were speculating that this was going to happen soon anyway, but they've announced that, here we are, Scarlet Bordeaux and... Um, here we go. And Shotzi Blackheart, Indy Hartwell, and referee Stefan Stefan Smith have all reported to the performance center in Orlando, and they're going to become begin training with the company. Um, this is their latest performance center class, and of course, Shotzi Blackheart was speculated to be signed after that Evolve um, anniversary show where she took that sick suicida Toba suicida into the chair. Oh my God! On the outside, of course, Scarlet. Bordeaux Smoke Show, um, partner of Killer Cross, who is currently still within the Impact Talks, but Scarlet Bordeaux, she's going to be in the WWE, she's going to be in NXT, she is going to be, like, it's it's all happening, it's, it's actually very impressive. It's actually very impressive, and um, a lot of people have been uh, have been kind of like hot shaming Scarlet um, Scarlet Bordeaux and saying she did a lap dance and all that. Who cares? Who cares? Big big congratulations to all of these um, all of these wrestlers to get themselves signed with the WWE to probably fulfill a childhood dream, and I think that someone like Scarlett Bordeaux is going to be fantastic. Uh, I think that she's going to work really well in NXT, uh, and I think that she could probably work a very similar angle, but actually wrestle, um, akin to the Ava Marie kind of gimmick. And I think that that could work really well. Uh, I'm really excited, really excited. And yeah, congrats, massive congrats to these wrestlers. Um, also, in other news, we have um, the news of... 
Here we are. WWE 205 Live will be airing from the NXT Arena this week. And it will be airing live from Full Sail um, in Fl- um, Winter Park in Florida. It is going to be... It is now... Um, 205 Live was supposed to initially feature... Um, NXT UK superstars who would be taping from Manchester, England, but apparently those when plans were next. WWE is still scheduled to tape Raw and SmackDown from the Manchester evening, sorry, Manchester Arena in Manchester on Friday. There's no word yet on this week's plan for 205 Live, but it looks like NXT UK superstars will not be on the show. And WWE is teasing a new challenger for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship uh, champion, Leo Rush. Um, now, um, 205 Live will be broadcast from Full Sail University, um, but two, but it will air directly following Friday Night SmackDown um, as that ends. So it's a bit of a weird kind of move around, but I like the fact that we're going to get some live um, 205 Live action and the wwe yes is building up a great women's roster um they're gonna be i think on on a very similar level i'm very kind of surprised that scarlet bordeaux went to the wwe i'm not in another way because it's the place that she's all again a lot of people that's what they've had their heart set on their whole life and i think that she's really earned it she worked her damn ass off for this um but yeah, great, great news. Um, also in other news, and I thought that I would, um, I would mention this because I think that it's, um, it is very, very, it's very telling, and it's very interesting of what the point in which we are in right now with the WWE. But WWE YouTube views have declined in quarter three from last year. However, they've had an increase in social media followers. Um, So the WWE stock is currently 19% down since company announced their earnings for third quarter last Thursday. It's a good time to pick up some shares if you wanted. Um, As previously announced, WWE managed to beat profit expectations. However, they missed on revenue. The company also lowered their outlook, modified its 2019 adjusted target to 180 million. 190 from 200 mil um and there's a load of stuff in here but and the main kind of meat from it is wwe video views on youtube suffered a big decline over that period according to social blade wwe garnered 2.4 billion views <sighs> 2.4 billion views now just to give you a very 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 brief idea of what that means in ad revenue so the wwe they have normally non-skippable ads on their content now that specifically means that they get um more money they get more money that's fine but you kind of have to do like a little bit of maths and you have to divide the number of views by a thousand because you get paid per thousand views so roughly the cpm so let's say for the wwe their cpm which is their cost per meal is about let, let's say that they're able to negotiate it to like so let's call it ten dollars let's call it ten dollars so their cost per meal on theirs actually that's outside the realm let's call it nine dollars so it's nine dollars so if people want to advertise on their content it costs them nine nine dollars for every thousand times someone sees it. So doing very very quick math, two point four billion, and that's UK billion, divided by a thousand, is two. Yeah, so a billion is two million million here. So two million million divided by a thousand equals two thousand no two hundred million. So in that quarter. And they're not going to get all of them. In theory, they could have earned... Oh, my maths is terrible here. About 2 million... Yeah, about $2 million. Roughly, in my mind, is that how it would work? So yeah, about $2 million. Very, very bad math there. But $2 million... Two million dollars um, in a very short quarter. But either way, that's a lot of... That's a lot of bread. And... Um, now this is down 24% to 3.15 billion views last year when the CPMs were through the roof, let me tell you, because there was no one advertising because, you know, 
Logan Paul. But yeah, like that's crazy. They've lost a bit. They've shed a billion views. A billion views have gone to other companies. Some of those have been NWA Power, which has been great. Some of them have been AEW and all the Being the Elite stuff. Some of them have been some of the other companies that have just come out of like kind of nowhere. I'm gonna chuck off again. Oh, oh, but um, but yeah, it's um, it's it's very 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 worrying to have like a 10% decline um also from one point the network has had an average paid subscribers in quarter four of 1.43 but it's a 10% decline from last year's same quarter um but of course the social media followers have increased 9% from 954 million in quarter three of 2018 to 1.037 billion which is why we speak about the fact that they have the same number of social media followers that small continents have and um they of course this does not represent the number of unique followers um as they've not been adjusted for duplication among or within platforms so if a person follows five stars on twitter and those fame, same five talents on facebook they'll be counted as 10 million so i already knew that because i got to inflate their numbers this is like you know the the attendance at wrestlemania but it's still a very impressive number. However, you can see that they have been dented by other companies. And as all ships rise, um, people have been able to come in and pick some of those views that would have gone to the WWE. People like me, in a way. I'm very, 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 very small. But things like Cultaholic, things like What Culture, things like Wrestling with Regret, things like my colleagues, like um, and peers, like Everything Pro Wrestling, Queenie, Josh from Wrestling Reverb, like JPQ, Smart to Death, and Mr. Warren Hayes, um, all of those after shows, all of those bits of content which exist outside of it which is why the wwe is desperate to get into the podcast realm with Corey graves and after the bell because they're like god damn we better get some of this action before we don't have any of it left but anyway that is um that is i think all of the inner the news i wanted to talk about today other than i think um no i think that i think i think that that's it that's it, really. Let's uh, let, let's zip out of here. Oh, didn't mean to do that quick. If you want to help support the channel, you do that in many ways. With my thumbs up video, really helps me in the algorithm. The massive picture of dead melts for a runner. Um, you can also do that, of course, by subscribing if you haven't already. Hit the subscription bo button. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much. You can check this out live every every Wednesday and Sunday at 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the weekly wrestling recap. Subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash wrestling, and also hit the bell notification to be notified of when I is going live. And if you haven't, why not check out Remote Wrestling, where we delve into what else wrestles with your remote. You can find that and um, out on my twitter at foul underscore original and the link tree and also of course remote wrestling which is at remote wrestling on twitter now um and on on all the places where you can find podcasts and stuff randy uh prince prince family thank you for joining randy now um i've i've got one thing this week that I'd like to talk about in um, Moments of Flair, but I didn't really want to talk about it. I, I think that it's it's not really worth it because um, I think that we're just going to be throwing mud onto someone that it's not fair for. So instead, I'm going to go, I'm going to tell you about what I'm doing this evening in Replay This. So why don't you zip along to this week's Replay This. So um, on replay this uh, this week, uh, Nathan Wallace, Bay Bay. Thank you very much. We'll see you in a bit. Um, I wanted to let you know that this evening we'll be doing a live watch along for AEW's 
Dynamite! So AEW Dynamite episode number six tonight from 8 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be doing a watch along with it. Of course, um, if you are watching from outside the United States and you want to get yourself a little bit of the action, then check out at foul underscore original my Twitter where we've got a giveaway going on for those of you in the United Kingdom, Japan, Ireland, um, and a few other select countries at fight.tv are able to get that to you over the top through their streaming service. And... Um, it's great. I just have to say, I freaking love it. There are no ads, so you get to see all the stuff in between, like the Wiener thing um, Jericho did. Um, you get to just see the matches as matches with no ad breaks. I find it really hard to do the watch-alongs for like SmackDown, for like Raw, mainly because of the ad breaks, because it gets to a point where they just keep putting ads in. And with this, they do not... If you're watching on fight.tv, we manage, we do actually get the better deal. Like, and I have to say that then. Like Tony Khan is right. Um so Nathan Wallace, baby. Yeah. Um join us this evening for AEW's Dynamite, and we're gonna be watching live um episode six. And of course, if you would like to get involved um, for a free giveaway, and this one is available worldwide, this one is available worldwide, and it's for AEW's, uh, no, AEW Starcast events, um, and Starcast events, thanks to Fight.tv and Starcast events, we have got one of the 10, 10 show packs to give away, so make sure that that giveaway is ending tomorrow. Um, and let's see if I can get that up on the screen for y'all as well. Um, and that one is for all the 10 shows. That's Moxley. That's um, Killing the Business with the Books and Dave Meltzer. Of course, we've talked about Meltzer tonight. But, you know, as I said, I, I still love the guy. He's part of my, my wrestling fandom and always will be. But this is this pack. So we've got loads. We've got Unhinged, John Moxley, Jim Crockett. Um, there's so many. Great Muta. That is still going on on my Twitter on at foul underscore original and also at remote wrestling. And finally, we've got a giveaway, which is only available to people in the United Kingdom. I'm uh, sorry, outside United States and Canada, but pretty much available everywhere. And that one is for, for AEW's full gear. Thank you so much to ITV itv box office and also to fight.tv for this giveaway and this one oh well this is the good one and uh, we if you get involved in this giveaway you'll get to see cody rhodes versus chris jericho for the aew world championship and again big big thank you to fight.tv big big thank you to itv box office as well for giving us a chance to give you a chance to get a free copy of that for those of you outside the United States and Canada. Um, so many more things to check out on fight.tv as well. Make sure you go check them out. Make sure you tell them foul sent you. And, um, and yeah, thank you so much. Um, we're going to be doing, as I said, that watch along this evening. So please join us for that. Um, I'm going to be staying up here and we're we'll watching it. And then I'm going to go to sleep after because I've got work in the morning. But, um, but yeah. Also this week, I did check out AEW Dark, as I said earlier on. Um, it was a really good show. The um, the undesirable to undeniable um, segment that Cody Rose did every week. This week had Jimmy Havoc, and it was really cool. Like, I was very impressed with that. I really liked it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jimmy Havoc, and I, I kind of relate to his deal of wanting to do things on my own way and... It's um it, it it was really inspiring and uplifting to see him just flipping everyone off and being like, I told you I could do it, I told you I could do it. Um and yeah, it's crazy. That time that I saw him at that convention and I just kind of stared and I was I was scared. I was like, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, I sorry. If you ever see any of these, Jimmy Havoc, I kind of stared at you across the room one time. Yeah. It was as awkward as this, yes. And then I didn't know what to say. Anyway. Um yeah, so there are um, there are so many other things that happen within wrestling, and please go and check them out. Like this last week, SmackDown was really really good. Um, I'm 
currently going to watch NWA Power tonight. Last week's Power was also great. Even with the problematic issues that Jim Cornette exhibits, it's still good. Um, I'd also like to give a really big shout out to Queen of Any, uh, Queenie, for doing a live Queen's Court yesterday. It is not easy to do this live with no uh, no breaks, no, uh, no do-overs, at least in the audio sense. I get to like cut a few bits out, but um, but yeah, thank you so much again for like three thousand subscribers. Like it blows my mind. Still, really, really blows my mind um, that we're here at this point this year. But thank you to everyone that has stuck around, and um, for all the new people as well. Thank you so much. But um, let's take you into the the end of the segment, end segment for the evening. And to say, of course, as I said, keep saying it, I'm going to be live this evening. If you listen to this on my on the podcast, then thank you so much. If you want to check this out in audio form, and I've cut it together a little bit more as I watch The Apprentice, then why don't you go uh, check out my link tree, link.tr/slash foul original where you can get links to the spotify to all the different places um i've got some of my back catalog which are the um the hot take roundtables you can go listen to them when i was doing some more ambitious stuff and um some of that is going to be coming back in the next few um next few months i just um i'm, I'm getting a bit of a fireback that's good but um but thank you so much this has been a foul original thanks for listening hear you next time and join me on sunday for the weekly wrestling recap of course please also join me this saturday for aew's full gear and also this evening for aew's dynamite and and whatever you're doing this this week um have a good wrestling time there's so much going on and be safe out there if you're in the uk because people are throwing fireworks and stuff this has been foul original thanks for listening and watching See you next time. Bye. Uh, no. How, how, do I, how do I end it? Like this, hopefully. Thanks for listening to the show. And if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash foulorigineralwrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8pm GMT. This has been a Foul Original Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.